Thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast. I am your host, Jackie Wade. God's remnant are those who acknowledge God in all of their ways, even when their ways sometimes do not please God. They are the ones who are always confessing their sins to God while believing he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Here on the Remnant Podcast, we stand on the finished work of Jesus Christ, inspired and led by Holy Spirit to bring all glory to God. Lives will be changed, souls delivered, and faith will be preached and proclaimed as we declare and decree that we are kingdom individuals employed to speak into the earth realm for which we have been granted authority by God. Good evening. Thank you for joining me on the Remnant Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Wade, and I thank God for you coming on this evening. We have a very interesting topic that I want to discuss um, with you all this evening titled, How Does Humility Expand Our Faith and Trust in God? How Does Humility Expand Our Faith and Trust in God? Humility is a virtue that sometimes um, is overlooked in our self-promoting society. Society self-promotes itself so much. You find a lot of people, they will overlook this very vital virtue called humility. And it's definitely a key aspect of spiritual growth. So if you want to grow in God, if you want to learn more about God, if you want to have a deeper relationship with God, you want this virtue called humility. It will allow you to grow spiritually. And when you look at Philippians, the second chapter, the third verse in the NIV, New International Version, the Apostle Paul advises, it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. So the essence of humility lies in seeing ourselves in a proper perspective, not inflated by ego, but also not demeaned or uh, being belittled, right? So we don't want to look at ourselves as, not, as a nobody because we are a kingdom citizen, but we definitely do not want to inflate, you know, blow up ourselves and and be so um, involved with who we are. Also, humility helps us to recognize our need for God. And one thing in the kingdom, we have to remember that we need God. We are dependent on God. The world will teach you to be independent, to work, you know, get a career, pay your bills. That's wonderful. But in the kingdom of God, there needs to be a dependency on God. So we have to recognize that we need God. And it's also for us to have an acknowledgement that fuels our faith. In Matthew, the fifth chapter, the third verse during the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now to be poor in spirit is to acknowledge our, our spiritual poverty. Okay. So our need for God's grace is what makes up for that part. We need God's grace. It's a humble recognition that we're not self-sufficient, but instead we rely on God. So it says, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And the poor in spirit again means that we need God's grace. And so humility also leads to deeper trust in God. Proverbs 3, 5, in verse 6, in the NIV instructs, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart 
and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So trust grows out of the the fertile soil of humility. Trust grows out of the fertile soil of humility. It's a surrendering of our wisdom and strength, acknowledging that God's wisdom surpasses ours. And when we humble ourselves and we stop, stop trying to control every aspect of our lives and instead decide to yield to God's guidance, we start to develop a deeper trust in him. In addition, humility brings us into a teachable posture. Psalm 25, the ninth verse says, He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. Humility allows us to be open to God's teaching, to be willing learners rather than presuming we already have it all together, that we all we already have all the answers. It's in this posture of humility that our faith can grow as we learn more of God's character, more of his promises, and more about his plans. I like when the scripture says, I call you friends. That lets you know that we became friends because he he now can share the deeper secrets with us. And humility allows you to have that type of insight and information. Humility also enables us to receive grace, which fortifies our faith. In James 4 and 6, it says, but he gives us more grace. This is why the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. God's grace, which is his unmerited favor, is available to us when we adopt an attitude of humility. And as we experience his grace, as we allow our faith to expand and we trust him, our trust gets deeper. And that's what you want to have a spiritual growth in the Lord. And then lastly, humility can help us deal with life trials. It strengthens our faith and our trust. First Peter, the fifth chapter, verses six and seven in the NIV encourages, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. See, we see here in humility, we recognize that God is in control and that we are not. And then this leads us to cast our anxieties on him, trusting in his care and his perfect timing. Humility isn't about self-depreciation or weakness. I want you to know it's not about that. Instead, it's a conscious acknowledgement of our dependence on God. And this allows us, it opens the way for a deeper faith and a deeper trust. It's about recognizing who we are in light of who God is, finite beings in relationship with an infinite God. So humility is a profound virtue that can have a really big, enormous impact on our everyday lives. There's a couple things I want to share with you on how humility can help. The whole topic today is how does humility expand our faith and trust in God? Well, it creates better relationships. Humility fosters healthier relationships when we prioritize others' needs and listen more than we speak. We show others that we value and respect them. 
And this can enhance relationships with our family, our friends, co-workers, church members, or just people you come in contact with. So when we learn to listen, when we learn to just put ourselves sometimes on the back burner and be a listening ear, that's a form of humility. That's a form of, you know, well, let me let me try to foster or build this relationship. Next, when you have an openness to learning, humility opens us up to learn and to grow. See, when we think we have it all together, we close ourselves off to new ideas and perspectives. And don't get me wrong, sometimes you can be so involved and you can be in a situation for so long that if you don't train your mind, if you don't get in your word and understand that we want to be teachable, you want to stay open, you want to be able to listen to other people's perspectives and ideas so that way you don't get so close-minded, that is a blessed place to be. But we do fall short. I want to encourage you tonight to remember to stay open, be open to new ideas, or just to listen to new ideas and perspectives. A humble person acknowledges that they don't have all the answers and remain open to learning from others. That's what a humble person will do. And it leads them to a personal and professional growth. Next, it increases resilience. Humility can help us build resilience. It can help us build resilience in the face of challenges. When we approach difficulties with humility, we can admit when we're struggling and seek help from others, which can aid in overcoming challenges. It also improves leadership. Humility is a key attribute of effective leadership. Humble leaders recognize the value of their team members. They seek their input and they acknowledge their contributions. And this can lead to increased productivity, better team morale, higher job satisfaction. So or if you are operating at a level as a leader and you implement this, I guarantee you it will foster a better relationship with your coworkers, with those that you're leading, with your team and with your colleagues. And then humility helps us to develop empathy. You have greater empathy when you when you have this virtue of humility. You're able to have the, uh, the ability to understand and share the feelings of others. So when we humble ourselves and consider others' perspectives, we can better empathize with their experiences, leading to deeper connections and an increased compassion. That's a blessing when you can have empathy. Also, humility can lead to peace of mind. When we stop trying to control everything and instead acknowledge our limitations, we can let go of unnecessary stress and anxiety, leading to greater peace and greater contentment. So, Proverbs 22 and 4, humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages, meaning its payment, give you riches honor and life riches honor and life so here we see it's saying if we adopt a humble approach to life we won't be humiliated we won't be deprived but rather we will be have a rich fulfilling life i want to encourage you to incorporate humility into your daily lives This can significantly improve relationships, our mindsets, and overall, the quality of our life. Humility is an essential quality that can greatly influence our character and how we interact with the world around us. So 
I want to leave you with four compelling reasons why we should strive to embody humility. It promotes learning and growth. It fosters the better relationships. It strengthens character and value. And then it enhances leadership. Those are the four compelling reasons. Promotes learning and growth. As we stated earlier, a humble person understands they don't know everything. They understand that they can absorb new information and and accept constructive criticism and grow personally and professionally. Proverbs 1 and 5 says, let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. Number two, it fosters better relationships. Humility can enhance our relationships. So when we value others and show respect by listening, actively listening and appreciating their perspectives, we create a foundation for strong, healthy relationships. Philippians 2 and 3 says, do nothing out of self-ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. I always like to give a double honor. And that's just because of really who I am. However, I made it a practice in my life. And I try to teach my children, always give double honor. Someone give you something or says something nice to you. Look at the person that's talking and find out what can I honestly say back to this person that is true. You're not making this up. You're not saying anything that's false but you're giving them back a compliment or two and so it strengthens character and virtue as we know humility is a cornerstone of a strong moral character it helps to curb ego and arrogance and it cultivates other virtues such as patience respect and empathy patience respect and empathy and in James 4 and 6 we find a reminder but he gives more grace that is why scripture says God opposes the proud but he shows favor to the humble and then it enhances leadership like I stated humility is a powerful leadership quality when you're a humble leader you're more likely to lead by example you can acknowledge your mistakes you are able to recognize the contribution of others Leaders who have this virtue, they have a very strong sense. Their team will follow them, will work hard for them, will show them mutual respect, which ultimately boosts the productivity and the morale. And we want to remember Mark 9.35. Jesus shares a profound leadership principle. Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. That's a form of humility. So in essence, humility is not about being meek or submissive. It's not. It's really about acknowledging our limitations, valuing other people, and maintaining a willingness to learn and to grow. Amen. And so this evening, I just wanted to come and let you know, those are the ways on how you can expand your faith and trust in God. God is always showing grace to the humble. And when we please God, as I always say, we know that is a good place to be because that is the number one purpose on why we was created was to please God. And so if we practice this virtue called humility, there are things that we're destined to. There's things it says riches. It says life. We're going to have more of more strength, more, more guidance. We're going to have more things available to us 
when we incorporate this virtue in our life. And what else could be better than doing exactly what God is asking you to do? There's nothing better because his promises are yes and amen. He doesn't lie. People may lie, but the word of God is true. And everything, since I've been a believer, everything that I've put into action, I've literally seen the word of God do exactly what it has said that it would do. We have to practice the word of God. We have to live by the word of God as much as we know how so that we can live in a place of victory so that we can be in a place where it won't always be perfect but guess what we'll overcome and we always have the victory through Christ Jesus that strengthens us amen and so I want to thank you again for joining me on this podcast I just wanted to share this information with you just to let you know that humility is the fear of the Lord and its wages are riches and honor and life riches honor and life you have this virtue of humility that's a safe place to be It's one of the safest places that you can ever be with the lord listen i'm your host jackie wade and on this evening before we leave i do want to offer the prayer of salvation as always and i want to encourage anyone on this day who wants to give their heart to christ i want to encourage you to pray these words say these words after me and once you've said this prayer you have transitioned from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of god your life will never be the same it'll never be the same So let's pray. Repeat after me. Father God, I thank you for another opportunity that you have allowed me to come into your presence. I ask you now to forgive me of my sins. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart. God has raised Jesus from the dead and he now lives in me thank you lord that i am saved and i will serve you for the rest of my life in jesus name amen amen hallelujah and if you just said the prayer of salvation i want you to know that the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you and so am i hallelujah glory to your name god we thank you and i want to encourage you to walk in in progressive salvation what do i mean by that i want you to get in a bible believing church a place of worship that teaches the unadulterated word of god where you can learn about the word says faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of god you have the seed of faith now but now you have to feed it and how do you feed it by the word of god that you'll get stronger in the things of god that you'll believe in the word that you will now start to implement it in your life that you will see the victory you'll see you you're able to overcome by the word of god but you have to be somewhere you're being taught and where you're constantly being developed so that god can now speak to you okay you want to pray you want to pray speak to God when you're praying that's you speaking to God and then you want to meditate you want to get in a place just quiet just ask God to speak back to you just quiet sometimes he may give you a a vision or you may get direction you may you may be praying for for something specific you want to always get in a quiet place and meditate 
And so I thank God for you joining me this evening. If you give your heart to Christ, email us. Let us know. You can email us. You can also email us your prayer request at kingdompower0916 at gmail.com. Kingdompower0916 at gmail.com. And send us your email. And we'll be glad to pray for you if there's anything that you need prayer with. Also, before we end tonight, I do want to pray for anyone who is struggling in this area of humility. Who want, or, or you may just want more of it. You may just be like, you know, Lord, I need more of this virtue called humility. I, I want to be humble before you. I want to be humble. And so we're going to pray on tonight. And I'm going to declare and decree that your life will never be the same after tonight. I'm going to declare and decree that you will walk in the spirit of humility like never before that it will fall upon your life as you accept this prayer on tonight and as we come into agreement that god will release the spirit of humility the mind of humility and that you would walk in a place like never before and that you will be able to have riches honor and life amen so let's pray Father God, I thank you. I come before you myself with a humble heart, acknowledging your greatness and your sovereignty over all things. You are the source of true humility. And we seek your guidance and blessings in cultivating the spirit of humility within each and every listener as well as myself. Lord, help us to recognize our limitations and weaknesses. Grant us the wisdom to embrace a humble posture, understanding that all of our talents and blessings come from you. May we never boast in our own achievements, but instead may we boast in your grace and your goodness. I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you will fill your people with a servant's heart. I declare and decree, God, that they will be willing to put the needs of others before their own. I declare and decree right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you will teach them to treat everyone with kindness and respect, regardless of their status, their education, their titles, or their background. Lord, may we learn from the example of your son, Jesus Christ, who humbled himself and became obedient even unto death. In moments of pride or self-centeredness, convict our hearts, God, and lead us back to the path of humility. Help us to be quick to apologize and seek forgiveness when we falter. Allow us to be open to correction and willing to learn from others, acknowledging that we are a work in progress. Lord, we ask for your strength to resist the temptations of arrogance and pride that can so easily take root in our heart. Fill us with your Holy Spirit, which produces the fruit of humility in our lives, Father. Grant us the grace to consistently seek your will above our own desires. Father, right now, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your unending love and patience with us. And as we walk this journey of faith, may our lives be a reflection of your humility, of your grace, and your love. I pray for these blessings over your people and over myself. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And so again, I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast. Don't forget to follow us. You'll hear all of our social media connections as we end on this evening. Continue to be blessed. Continue to pray and cover your families and just know um, that God 
is for you. And if God be for you, it's more than a whole world against you. And guess what? We already have the victory through Christ Jesus. Be blessed. Have a blessed rest of the day, wherever you are, evening, morning, and continue to stay connected to the Remnant Podcast. Take care. This concludes this episode of the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. Once again, I want to thank you for staying tuned to the podcast. And be sure to connect with us. You could like us on our Facebook page at The Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at The Remnant Podcast. We're also available on the other social media platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. You can also watch us live on our YouTube channel at The Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade.